Welcome to the Brilliant Content Ideas Podcast, where we lift the lid on brilliant content ideas, tools, strategies, and insights so you can start hitting the track running with content marketing and gain momentum for your business growth. I'm Kaz McCullough, the host of this show, and content marketing is what I do every single day. In this show, you'll discover how to harness content so that by the time your customers pick up the phone to talk to you, they are ready to buy. So let's get to today's brilliant content idea. Hi, and welcome to episode 11 of the Brilliant Content Ideas podcast. Today, I want to talk about the addictive power of Periscope. I first heard about Periscope just before I left for the Tropical Think Tank and decided to download it onto my phone about four weeks ago when I was traveling around southern Australia. Oh my goodness, I am so addicted to this app, it's not funny. It is amazing and I feel it has incredible potential. If you haven't already heard the buzz, Periscope enables you to share a live stream video with other people on the platform and it enables those people to have real-time chat conversations with you as you share your stream and it is really fun. The app then also shares your stream on Twitter Live. The thing that I really love about this app is that all those people that you're following on Twitter, you can actually then deepen your relationships with and you can work out who it is you really want to engage with and who's providing the most engaging content. So it's quite a brilliant tool and there's already a lot of marketers using it in quite savvy ways and they're starting to catch on and be quite innovative and even do like interviews with people and pointing the camera, their phone at the computer screen um, of the person they're Skyping and all kinds of things. So there's uh, lots of different ways you can use it to uh, strengthen your marketing. I think it's really important not to get too distracted with it, like it's really easy <laughs> It's really easy to get distracted and to check in on Periscope and go, oh, I wonder if anybody's doing a scope now. However, think about it strategically, like every marketing tool you use, make sure you use it in a strategic way. Okay, first of all, some people you might want to follow who are starting to write about this stuff. I want to point out some of the people that I have been following that are really cool. Dan Norris from The 7 Day Startup and WP Curve. He's just started scoping. He's quite addicted to it too. G'day, Dan. Dan is doing some pretty cool stuff with Periscope at the moment. So go and check out his scopes. Sue B. Zimmerman, the Instagram expert. Her scopes are really interesting too. She shares a lot of knowledge and information. She's very accessible. I really like that about Sue. And she's doing some amazing things. Kim Garst has already got a massive following on Periscope as well and she's starting to dig deep and learn how to use it properly and, and is again sharing that knowledge with other people. And Chris Ducker is just funny. He's just really funny and he can make something that's completely and utterly boring seem really, really interesting and exciting. So just watch Chris's for entertainment value but at the same time also he also shares some amazing knowledge and expertise. And one of the really cool things I've noticed about Periscope is that people are sharing premium content on the platform, premium content. So if you're lucky enough to tap into some of the content that's being shared, you're getting absolute golden nuggets that these people would ordinarily be paid thousands of dollars to share on live on a stage. The thing about Periscope to keep in mind is that those videos don't stay up there forever. They're only up for about 24 to 48 hours 
and so it's it's an amazing tool in that regard because if they're only up there for a short time it doesn't really matter that they're sharing this premium content because you can't just go back and download it if you actually want more of them you have to engage with them on their websites or uh, through their own programs and things like that so and that is a real game changer as far as I'm concerned. And I think that this that it's only just beginning. I mean, I have been on Periscope now for a month. And when I first got on, there, was, there wasn't actually that many of my Twitter followers on. And now every day, more and more people are jumping on there and trying it out. And even some really big names, like I just noticed yesterday, James Stramko on there. And he's just starting to experiment with it. Other people like Ian Cleary, I noticed, has only just jumped on board. You know, so these are people who who know social media really well, who are only just starting to check it out. So there's a huge opportunity if you are in social media and you want to learn more about Periscope. There's a huge opportunity to get a foot in the door early and start teaching other people how to use it. So that's what I'm attempting to do today. Now I've got to confess that my Periscope started out quite random. <laughs> <laughs> then my first periscope was a tour of my mum's very creepy spare room and it kind of went downhill from there but after being in a few scopes and just listening in and watching what goes on yes that's what the in crowd calls them we call them scopes <laughs> I've been trying to figure out how I can add value in a unique way all right if you haven't jumped on yet there are some big advantages to jumping on early as I pointed out just before one of the biggest advantages is that you can connect with key influencers who have also jumped on early and are trying to figure Periscope out so Sue Zimmerman, Kim Gast, Chris Ducker, Dan Norris, people like that who are really open to you connecting with them on the platform because it's not overcrowded yet and they will call you out by name and have conversations with you live on the platform and, and that just accelerates your ability to be able to develop those relationships with key people in a really meaningful way. Now because they're reading the comments as they roll through it means that you can communicate directly and in real time which is awesome. I've already connected with Sue and a couple of other people and have invited them onto my podcast show. It makes connecting so easy, particularly if you frequent their scopes. So that's the number one tip. Stalk the scopes of influencers you want to connect with. <laughs> Not in a creepy way though, hey? Just in a friendly way. All right. Number two is make sure you let people know that you're about to scope. If you don't let people know, you may not get good quality interaction on your scope. So jump into your groups and on Twitter and let people know, hey, I'm about to do a scope on whatever topic it is, come and join me. And that way they'll know to come in and attend. Number three is be sure to write a compelling headline. One cool tip that Kim Gast gave just a couple of days ago was to write your heading beforehand and place it in the notes on your phone and then cut and paste that into Periscope so that if your session drops out, which it may because if you're say competing with John Mayer who did a, a session the other day that thousands and thousands of people were on, then you can pop the topic right back in there again and keep going. So thanks for that tip, Kim. You absolutely rock. Number four is to ask people to share when they jump on. They can do that by swiping left to right and clicking on share. Really easy. They can share on Periscope or on Twitter. Number five is acknowledge people in the comments. I was a bit like a rabbit in headlights the first scope I did and I didn't realize people could comment as I went. So I didn't acknowledge them during the scope. 
I love it when a scoper, yes, that's a word too, scoper, reads the comments out loud. Also, if you want to have mini conversations with others in the chat, you simply at tag them in your comment and it will show as a reply. Number six is ask for hearts. Everybody needs more love, don't they? Hearts are an indication of how engaging you are but it doesn't hurt to ask for them. That also shows you who's really digging your content. You can see who's hearted and how many they gave you in the replay. Chris Ducker is the king of hearts because he had everyone put their phones down the other night and use both fingers to give him some virtual love. So funny. All right, number seven. Understand that your tweet that automatically goes out on Twitter when you start a scope will not have an active link in it after 48 hours. Big thank you to Tanya Van Rickley, who shared that one with Tropical Think Tankers this morning, or actually the other day. That's good to know. Personally, I think that's a flaw in Periscope that they should address. They should have on each tweet expires in 48 hours or something like that. Otherwise, it can reflect badly on the person sending it, in my opinion, because the platform's too new. People don't know what it is, and, and so they might click on it and go, oh, where's the content? And you really don't want that happening. Number eight, go and look for new people to follow every day. New people are jumping on Periscope every single day and pretty soon it's going to get very crowded. Go and find the key people you've connected with on Twitter and start looking out for their scopes. It's a great way to build your relationships. Number nine, don't scope while driving. It's dangerous. <laughs> Safety first. Seriously though, I have actually seen people do this. One tip I haven't seen yet though is to watch for when influencers you are wanting to connect with are online. The real tip is um, to yeah, look at the times that people are posting their scopes. It will give you a really good clue as to when these influencers are generally online and active on social media and that means it gives you more of an opportunity to have a real connection with them. I've noticed in the US a lot of the influencers will post early my time so and that's sort of heading later into the day for US folks and usually during the day in Australia it's pretty dead. There's not a lot of Aussies on Periscope yet but then by the evening it picks up again. So that tells you when is the most optimal time to connect. Number 10 is be sure to share the replay and download your video. So if you want to repurpose your content, uh, make sure that you download the video onto your phone and then you can share it on YouTube. It's not the best quality recording in the world and I'm hoping that will improve. It's also vertical, so that's not great either. On your phone, the best quality recordings are horizontal, not vertical. So yeah, hopefully that will improve over time. But, you know, it's you can also share bits and pieces of it on Instagram, which is Square, Vine as well. So, you know, there is potential still to repurpose that as a video, uh, but you'll just need to do some editing down, that's all. And so just to recap, today's brilliant content idea is to start capitalising on Periscope. It's a terrific way to deepen your connections with influencers and share your content in a unique way. I hope to see you on Scope real soon. Catch you later. Thanks for joining me for the Brilliant Content Ideas podcast. If you enjoyed the show, I'd love for you to subscribe and leave an honest review. For more content marketing tips, tools and strategies, visit my blog at kazmacolor.com. That's C-A-S-M-C-C-U-L-L-O-U-G-H.com. Catch you next episode.